Welcome back to a brand new episode of Translating Love with me, Danny. Hello, everybody. This is a new episode of Translating Love with me, Boivy. And Danny, we said that already. Oh, yeah, we said that already. Welcome back. To a new episode (laughs) of Translating Love with me, Danny. And you are? Danielle. You're not Danielle. The people know who I am. I'm the co-host, I'm the, the best second chair <laughs> they've ever heard. I'm, so to say, a Corey Fay in the podcast world. You're what? I don't know. What, the, what is a what Corey was that Fee, word? Corey it's a German word. Mm-hmm. Like uh, on a pedestal, I'm like well known in the podcast world. Mm-hmm. Like three people know me. <laughs> And every time I walk out of the house, nobody asks me, hey, are you worthy? And I'm like, I'm not like, yeah, I am. And nobody's like, oh, I like you. And I'm like, and I'm usually not, oh, thank you. Because nobody asks me that, you know. Oh, you're saying the conversations that you never have. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like nobody asks me ever if they can have an autograph. Like, hey, can I have an autograph? And I usually never say, sure. Because you never say it because you never ask. <laughs> right. Yeah. I hope everybody is going well. Is going is doing. is doing well in this crazy, crazy world that we call planet Earth. Some say it's even crazier. <laughs> I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know either. Um, but thank you for every for for your feedback on the last episode. Um, we again highly appreciate hearing from you, people. Um, if you want to like message us something or just tell us how not awesome we are doing, uh, you can email us, you can go on our website or to our Instagram. It's all below, like in the description of the podcast. And we would like to hear what you think. Or if you just want to tell us about your poop today, that's also fine. We like that too. True. But please don't attach a picture. (laughs) Other than that. Let's let's go into this week's episode. And today we're talking about equality in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to turn on my Austrian English dialect now for the purpose of something. So <laughs> let's talk about uh, this topic uh, we decided to do this week. On uh, equality on in relationships, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> don't laugh at my dialect. This is very proper English. Very. And uh, I have I have l- learned English for the past couple of years, and this is the best I can come up with. And who learned it to you? The <laughs> teachers in the school learned it to me. <laughs> no, I sorry, I'm switching back. But we watched, like, I watched a video on uh, the Austrian chancellor talking English to this, I think he was Israeli, Israeli, like, minister or something. And, (laughs) oh, my 
fucking god. That, that was guy was so funny. Chancellor of no, he was he was uh, in the in the what is it called? Außenministerium? Like oh, I don't even know what that is. Foreign foreign relations or whatever. Okay. Chancellor of foreign no not Chancellor, Ministry of Foreign mm-hmm. something. Affairs. Affairs, yeah. He mm-hmm. was that for <laughs> years. And that guy's English is so bad. Like Arnie's English is better at this point. So you yeah. can't really compare the two, though, because Arnie's been in the U.S. for a really long time. Yeah, And he's true. in Austria. So. Still, it's embarrassing. It's really bad, and it's really funny. It's embarrassing. But, uh, yeah, we are really talking about <laughs> equality in relationships. That was not a joke. And we, I think we kind of talked about that topic in multiple other episodes already, or at least we we kind of graced it. On it. We touched on it a little yeah. bit. Like... I think in, in like uh, the arguments episode, but also in the um, like, I think what you can do for yourself or like, I don't know what it was called, like um, how to love yourself or something mm-hmm. like that. But also in the really loved episode um, about jealousy mm-hmm. and probably other episodes, but it's, I kind of an interesting topic, so I thought it would be nice to talk about it. Yeah. And I mean, if you like dissect it, or if you if you would explain what it means, what it ex- what what does equality in relationship um, define is defined by, in your opinion? In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, that's interesting. I so to think about it for a second, <laughs> sir. Um, I mean. That both people are not only treated equally in the relationship, like one is not dominant over the other, Mm -hmm. but also that like feelings are treated equally. Each person can express their feelings without feeling judged Mm -hmm. or um, like pushed aside or, you know, like their feelings don't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, I think gender roles can also be part of that. We talked about that too Mm -hmm. in uh, I think four episodes ago or something like that where certain gender roles automatically pushes a person into a more um, unequal position, I would say, mm-hmm. or lower position. For example, one of the traditional gender roles is like the the husband or the man in the house is earning the money and is like, what is it called, uh, providing mm-hmm. For the family and the woman stays home. Like this is very Makes traditional. Babies stays home and with those cleans babies and, and cooks, cooks and all and that cleans. shit. Right. Yeah. Um, but that that alone puts you in like a very unequal position where the breadwinner, is it called the mm-hmm. breadwinner, is basically the dominant person and who is deciding about over like the money and yeah. what what money is spent where and when, you know, people go out and eat the breadwinner the man usually pays for uh food and stuff like that which probably puts a strain on a relationship in long term uh, or the, the I other mean, unless the couple is like both agreed on that that's what both. i just want to say yeah. unless and um, i'll say just want to sorry i just want to quickly mm-hmm. say there's absolutely nothing wrong no, no. with if if the woman if you fall into those gender roles and you, no, you no, stay no. home with the kids and the your partner goes out and works and Obviously. is the sole um 
I don't know, financial provider. There's also nothing wrong no, with no, that. No. Obviously, it does not. Those are wrong. just the typical gender roles, like the stereotypical, typical, yeah. stereotypical right. gender roles. And as I said, that that position or that roles can put an unequal mm -hmm. relationship, um, or that can put uh, unequal positions in a relationship. I think you actually have to work harder. I would guess you'd have to work harder as a couple if you're in that situation to make the relationship feel equal. Yeah. I mean, sure, unless, I mean, again, the other party, the woman or whoever is the other party uh, falls into that uh, role automatically because it was taught to be in that role or it never questioned that role, mm -hmm. you know? So in that case, it's also fine if you're fine with it and if, you're, if you love playing that role, then why not? Um, do what suits you best. Indeed. Um, unless you are hurting animals, then don't do that. Don't do that, please. Um, but um, I think a big, I think you, you already said that. I think a big thing is how you respect each other, mm -hmm. how you treat each other, and how you respect your feelings and your your opinions in the relationship. I think all comes down to like simple things, like okay, for example, if um, if your partner uh, makes all the decisions or if you make all the decisions, that might be a sign for like an uneven, an unequal relationship. I mean, uh, good examples are like who is deciding what is going to do, what, what, like what is happening on the weekend, for example, um, who is deciding which, which friends, uh, you will hang out or, or, um, who you meet during the week or on the weekend. Um, is there any like uh, decisions made by an par by a party in the relationship when sex is gonna happen? Like, like he or she or they are demanding sex to a certain time, and there's no like you know discussion about it. It's just like okay, we're doing it now. Um, things like that, and also like housework, I think is also a big thing. Like if one party is always doing a certain housework. That can be mutual where, okay, you do that, I do that, obviously. But, for example, if it falls back to one person, like you are, for example, uh, in charge of everything, like cleaning, emptying the dishwasher, cooking and stuff like that, that could put a strain on the relationship uh, over a long term if if the other person feels treated unequally. Mm -hmm. um, and who is to say that the man can't un unload a dishwasher or clean? Um, and I sometimes get the weird question, like if I clean and my, my aunt sees me like, are you cleaning? I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's really? Yeah. I get weird comments because nobody's cleaning in the house. Like she's cleaning. That's so Her weird. husband never cleaned. I mean, in my other family, that my uncle never goes to the grocery store. Never. <laughs> so weird. He never goes to the grocery store and he never cooks. I mean, cooks. I already knew that one. But I think uh, most of your uncles don't cook. So it's 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 a very traditional. Especially here, there's it's very very traditional here in Austria. They, right, they established established those very traditional roles. Also, I don't really like the word traditional in that sense because nah, yeah. tradition is supposed to be like a I don't know a positive thing, and I no, feel like if you're stuck in a gender role where you think that's the only way, I feel like that's not that's more like right. Um. But moving on, like if you um, if you also can't compromise, for example, or if the other person can comp compromise, that's also a big thing. Like being in a relationship, and we talked about this multiple times, is 
talking with each other openly and also compromising. You will never find you will we, there is always going to be the one time where you you know argue about something and usually a compromise can fix that. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Why? I just don't. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was an example, folks. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now I get it. <laughs> now I get it. Psych. Um, no, but I mean, compromising is the foundation of a relationship, if you think about it, because you're two different people. Sharing a life. Sharing basically. a life together. And if one person always pulls in the opposite direction of your opinion, then it's just a hassle. And it's it's so much more work and energy just, that you just throw out the window. And if you're like a person that doesn't want confrontation or at some point you think like okay i'm avoiding that now then you have to mm -hmm. always give in and there's no compromise so obviously you are then not treated equally because your opinion in whatever matter doesn't matter it no. seems or you're just too you hate conflict so much that you never approach anything even if it bothers you which mm -hmm. then ends up snowballing later and becomes a bigger problem than it actually was when it was a small problem right and the thing is with with every fight or argument there you can look at it okay there's a winner and a loser but in a grand scheme it should be more like okay you discuss the problem or you discuss the conflict mm -hmm. and you find a solution a mutual solution and most of the time the person who is at fault or who is to blame or i wouldn't even say blame that's a bad word but who is um who is the solution by providing like a, a a solution for example saying okay i'm going to try to not do that anymore because mm -hmm. i know it bothers you that's compromising that's already saying okay i'm trying to change that behavior yeah. i'm trying trying to change my wording my whatever thing yeah or mm -hmm. i'm trying to be more aware of that so i'm not doing it things like that but if your partner can't do that 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 can be a problem mm -hmm. i think i think so too I mean, another one is like the paying thing, for example. Yeah, I mean, that also comes into play. That's kind of a tricky one for me because there are some relationships, like we said before, where there's one person who's like the main breadwinner mm -hmm. um, or the only breadwinner, the only mm -hmm. one providing financially. And so then it comes into question, okay, of course they're going to be technically paying for everything. Yeah. Um, but I think that can also be a tricky situation and we talked about this too when we talked about finances that there are different ways to spread out your finances in a relationship whether you have them separately yeah, or whether you yeah. have a joint thing um and like how to equally split costs of things even if that doesn't mean 50 50 um but that can also be like a big source of conflict or inequality in this sense where one person might feel like oh they're paying for everything all the time mm -hmm. and there, I don't know, that creates conflict in itself. Yeah. But then they might also feel like their partner expects them to pay for everything all the time. And yeah, so maybe they're not ways. having that conversation. Yeah. Um, and that ways. can be, that can also be an issue. But if you want to uh, learn more about that, you should listen to our finances, financial episode. Finances. Yeah. Um, another thing is, and I hate that one, is like having the last word. <laughs> Because it's so stupid and it it's self-serving, it's selfish, and it's not in any way productive for the relationship. So if one person 
has the feeling of like um you know uh putting in the last word at any point like mm -hmm. if it's an argument or if it's just a discussion or um just like a simple i don't think so but i i don't care anymore or something like that you know just like to put in a last word that can be fucking annoying mm -hmm. first of all and second it shows that the other person's opinion is not in important any way important or respected the thing is you can have different opinions and we talk about that all the time only because we talk about a certain topic and voice our opinion on it doesn't mean that your opinion isn't valid at mm -hmm. all um and it's the same in a relationship if one person has a different opinion about something then that is fine um and if it concerns both of you for example like raising a kid and do you know choosing certain things in in the raising then yeah that has to be discussed and uh, there has to be a solution to be found but mm -hmm. but um if you just try to bring in your you know just say okay i don't care anymore just do it the way you want to do it something like that passive things like that unproductive things like that just to you know put in the last word stop that um but the other thing about the last word it doesn't necessarily mean like literally having the last mm, word not, yeah. but a lot of like like the way that we use that phrase in english like mm. they have the last word all the time is mm -hmm. more saying that they always decide like yeah. it doesn't matter what we talk about yeah. or what we fight about they end up being mm -hmm. the one who uh gets their way yeah. in the end yeah um and that's also something that's really unhealthy for a relationship let's quickly take a break <laughs> Hey, I'm Kara, host of the Conquest of Bliss podcast, a show designed to help people explore well-being in a casual setting. The thing is that I spent a super long time searching for well-being, and once I finally started to gather some of the tools and understanding, I started wondering why it was so hard to access in the first place. So the Conquest of Bliss was born. And even though it still feels extremely vulnerable, every week I release a new conversation about important topics that make up our well-being. Amazingly, I get to spend my time talking to experts like neuroscientists and psychologists and lay people like plumbers, authors, and yoga instructors, all helping me working together to create a diverse, expansive library of conversations around what happiness and well-being are, what tools we can use to get there, and what it looks like sometimes when it plays out in the real world. If you want to join me on my journey, The Conquest of Bliss is available anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, there are, I mean, way more, um, probably way, way, way more uh, uh, examples for being in a diff being like not a different being in an unequal relationship or being treated unequally in a relationship um and i think that can also be um obviously put to like a work work type relationship like if you're employed somewhere and you're mm -hmm. not treated equally um for example compared to your other uh, uh colleagues for example stuff like that that can also put a strain on the relationship like on a mm -hmm. on a professional level um, and that should also be at some point probably addressed because otherwise you will not be happy in that yeah. you know, constellation. But going back to like the, the uh, romantic relationship kind of stuff, 
Um, there are things you can do for for putting your relationship in a more equal manner. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's really maybe the most important is having mutual respect and making that like priority number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, granted, I always say communication is number one, but I think respect goes hand in hand with that because without communicating with your partner, whether it be just openly communicating about just things in general yeah. or talking about boundaries or compromising or things like that, you're you're communicating in those cases. Yeah. And it's all about conversation and being open with each other. Um, and if you're not letting your partner speak or vice versa, then or if you're not willing to hear what your partner has to say, mm-hmm. then that's disrespecting the the partner disrespecting the relationship and that's um a pretty massive fail i would say yeah and also i mean you already said it's communicating obviously but also speaking kindly to each other freely giving support without like having the feeling that you need to give something back for example or that you want something back compromising we already said that i mean that's like a key thing to to a healthy relationship listening without interrupting that's huge stop it i'm still talking (laughs) and respecting boundaries obviously is also a thing that that can show the other person that you respect them and that you um yeah i mean that's that's a big big way to show respect in Mm -hmm. that sense um your needs obviously should be equally important like everyone Everyone has different needs in a relationship. And by talking, you find out those needs, obviously. And probably your partner also tells you, hey, I need that more from you. Or, um, you know, we could, you know, bring this relationship to another level if we work on that, for example. Well, you know, something that you can do if you want to learn more about that is listen to our very, very popular episode on the five love languages. That's true. That's a good one. And we all, we always kind of talk about that stuff yeah. we always continue be, sim- simply because we have such different needs and also needs change and needs change that we we talk about that all the time where we say okay you know i've noticed that those certain things um haven't been you know as prominent in the last couple of months so maybe we can you know work on that or you can work on that stuff like that you can ask your partner to to address those needs and mm-hmm. to you know get them a little more you can ask for that um and the thing is if you don't give your partner that that's usually a sign for being in a toxic relationship if you always demand but never give if you don't care about their feelings if you don't care about their needs it's a very one-sided thing again Mm -hmm. very unequal um and that should be addressed at some point yeah i mean a big one is the sex thing what about the sex thing? I mean, obviously, if you are in a relationship with someone in a, a romantic relationship, you are having sex, I assume. And that, I mean, that the sex alone is a very tricky thing because, you know, again, we're back at the need thing. Every person needs something else in sex. Every person is different when it comes to sex. And that can be very efficiently uh found out about like if you're talking about it mm-hmm. if you just sit down and say okay or if you just have some intimate 
sex talks that could be a really nice thing where you find out what your partner likes dislikes mm -hmm. and we also have i mean you can even different. you can even do that during sex you or can that. try something new or yep. tell your partner what you want them to do and vice versa and it yep. can be exciting it can be fun and you learn something new about your partner it also, makes you feel more connected right. to them and also i mean research shows that sexual communication equals greater relationship satisfaction for both men and women so communication is not going is not also going to Im improve your relationship but also your sex life 100 mm -hmm. and i can say that because i've never been in a relationship before this one where i we talked so openly about all that stuff mm -hmm. um and that those translates into the sex life yeah which is nice and it's not to say that it's easy or comfortable nope. in the start to talk about those things because it is uncomfortable um but it gets less uncomfortable and it becomes it becomes easy i think yeah. over time i yeah. i think neither of us really has much of an issue talking about sex anymore and you know things it's, that we want it's, it's nice to open up it's nice to be vulnerable um and it gives you a more i think it deepens the relationship mm -hmm. a lot um it's also important that you build a friendship with your partner yeah you obviously have a romantic relationship but especially if this is someone that you plan on spending a long amount of time with or even your lifetime with mm -hmm. um it's important to be friends with them yeah and i mean this is the, the you think about like the things that you do with your friends um and like you you know you share interests together typically your best friends are the people that you share a lot of the same likes and dislikes and you do a lot of the same things together and you try new things together mm -hmm. and that should be something that you bring into your relationship as well mm -hmm. because you can again learn something about each other yeah uh you also connect on a different level when maybe you say like this date night you choose what we do and the next date night the other person chooses and it gets you maybe out of your comfort zone it gets your partner out of their comfort zone maybe they try something that they didn't know they wanted to do or didn't know that they liked mm -hmm. um and mm -hmm. it can just be a it it can give you this vulnerability and deeper connection with your partner that's really lovely yeah um and the same goes for like building a partnership in the relationship because it's not only um being like friends uh with your partner but also trying to build a healthy relationship obviously and you can do a lot of things where you for example get to know each other's friends and families you know um talking about what's going on in your lives obviously we talked about that consulting one another before making big decisions or purchases we also talked about that just things to show the other person that you're involved in their life and vice versa mm -hmm. and um, that you want them involved in yours right um and that goes also along with spending quality time alone if you notice that you spend time with other people all the time maybe ask mm -hmm. your partner hey you know i really like our friends i really like your friends but let's try to plan date nights or let's plan some some nights alone um and that cannot also always be easy because some people like to be surrounded by other people mm -hmm. Some people maybe are uncomfortable by just being alone. Yeah. But there are also some people, especially in times like this, where you do spend a lot of time alone. Yeah. And so you don't know how you can make it special. Yeah. Um, because you do it so often anyways. 
which I think a lot of people are in that situation within this last year. Yeah. And that's something that I think we struggle with trying to think of like, what can we do that's quality time yeah. together that's not, that's like outside of our norm. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, one big thing before we end this episode is uh, support each other, obviously. I mean, support goes a long way and by meeting each other's needs, by showing support, by trying to, you know, um, support their, I don't know, business business endeavors or or job things or like educational things mm-hmm. uh, that shows that you're interested in your partner and that you're committing and that you um, root for them. Yeah. Yeah. And there are also other ways where you can support them by making their lives stress-free, by showing them uh, that, you know, that you're there for them, that you hear them, that you try to help solve their problems maybe, stuff like that, small, small little things, or even things that maybe are time-consuming in, in like in their daily lives mm-hmm. right, at, at, a, at, a, at a certain moment. But I think that's it. I do believe it is. I mean, I think that to to sum it all up, we we talked about all this stuff already. But but I think in in the grand scheme of things, an equal relationship is basically a healthy relationship where the other partner is is the same on the mm-hmm. same level and is treated the same. And I think that's something that is can be a goal because. Um, and that's something that just not doesn't happen. It, it's a lot of work, and it it's it, yeah. It it's also time consuming, mm-hmm. but I think it's worth it because then you can uh, live a better life, and probably can also avoid future problems if you already try to you know talk about things that might not come up like in a daily conversation. Yep. Yeah, and again, communication is key. We say it all the time, but it really is the key to most of life's problems and especially in a relationship yes so communicate with each other if you like what you hear please consider subscribing and sharing the podcast and reviewing the podcast on apple podcast and if you want to reach out again we have a website we have our anchor page we have an instagram and we love to hear what you think about that episode indeed other than that we reach out next week goodbye Oh, 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 oh.